wrestling fans welcome to episode 109 of the internationally known dudes at ringside podcast i am your host joe the panther the third and now introducing to the mic my co-host from the top of metal mountain all 50 states and all the country all over the country it's from this an old gym in the middle of nowhere. It's the happy heel himself, the metal geek. What's going on, ringside crew? What's going on, everybody? What's going on, Joe? What's going on? Not too much, geek. Oh, the last wrestler of the day. Always the best wrestler. Let's give a war. Dudes at ringside welcome. Hailing from the, the uh, Olympic training center the greatest coach ever coach mamon get some 50 push-ups you've got to say and the crowd goes wild <laughs> i am here thank you gentlemen and gentlemen I, it's I good to be here i don't want to pick on right. joe i got too much excitement go for it go i don't want to pick on joe right now but you forgot the current Metal Geek, it's all right. Joe's real nervous too. I get it. We've been doing these shows for a while, but it's all right. He still gets the nerves. It's yeah. all good. Yeah. I got faith in you. You'll get rid of them soon. Yes. Yeah. I was try. That's all good. <laughs> I'm the Howard Finkel in the show. Sometimes Fink, sometimes Finkel forgot to say something. Had to run back in the ring and finish the announcement. You know. <laughs> That's all good. Makes it even better then. Yeah. yeah 109 episodes in. There you yeah. Go. <laughs> Well, we're known all over the world. So right now, Coach, you'll you're you'll be you could be possibly be seeing and being seen in England, Germany, like like. Hold on, you stay all over the world, and you name two other places. Come on, man. Germany, England, Italy, Greece, France. Come on, give me some Australia, Dubai. Just stop listing them. It could be in all those places. It could be Antarctica. It could be Alaska. It could be Florida, Canada, Mexico, Peru, Chile. Hopefully, someone from all those places, right? Yeah, yeah. We we, we love we're the dudes that ringside podcast. Podcast the internationally known. We're we're known all over the world. So, so coach, who who trained you? I was trained by Jack Gallo back at FTW, which stands for Fight the World Wrestling. I think it was like four or five years ago. With with the COVID year, I, I'm kind of confused on how many years it is. Hard to kind of keep track. But he was my main trainer, uh, like I said, about four or five years ago. He was when I got into wrestling. He was basically the first guy I met. He trained me. We did everything together. And he's he's just an awesome dude too. And even since leaving that company, I still keep in contact with him. And you know, we still talk every now and then too. All right. You, you forgot to introduce yourself, Joe. <laughs> uh, me? Yeah, that's what you usually uh, start to start. Now we have to do that. Okay, let's. Hey, Coach, if our fans are not familiar with you, introduce yourself. Sure. So for those that don't know me, it's all good. My name is Coach Mamone. I'm from Long Island. I wrestle uh, right now for VPW. And as Joe said, I'm the current heavyweight champion there. I have wrestled on a bunch of other promotions. Uh, One of my favorites was Beyond Wrestling up in the Northeast. Amazing crowd, amazing staff. Love being there. Really, really cool, um, cool matches there. And just great to see so many talented people there as well. Um, I am, so for those that don't know much about the Coach Mamone persona, 
I am basically your late 80s phys ed teacher. I wrestle in the short shorts, high socks, and a collared shirt. Um, the mustache was basically grown out for my wrestling persona. I thought if I'm a late 80s phys ed teacher, you need to rock a mustache. And, of course, the handlebar makes it even better. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's all for the, the gimmick, and it's not just a gimmick. It is the whole lifestyle. Exactly. You're just living the gimmick right there. Of that, course. That's it. You have to, right? That's exactly it. Yeah. episodes i didn't have a mustache until it started growing in one day and i was like do i shave it off and then i thought i had one episode i had with it and then it got told by a british yeah, podcaster your mustache is ravishing and then i was like nope i, I can't shave it off now it's stuck forever <laughs> it's now, now. <laughs> forever now yeah so I first started my mustache kind of like you where it just went like straight across. Yeah. And then I started just start going down a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. And it got the full handlebar. I, so I, I started more like that and then just expanded from there. My barber has gone after me most times. You want me to, you want to take it off? I'm like, I don't know if it's underneath it, man. I may not have a lip there anymore. <laughs> made it caved in and I, and I swallowed it when, he, when I was leaping. He's like... You have yeah. to go a little horror movie on me, Joe. My guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is the month of Halloween, so it only makes sense. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you, uh, you and Joey Conway can have also a, a mustache off because he thinks his mustache is probably the best in the game. <laughs> he was on. A I podcast. mean, that's, that's that's a fair statement from him. But next time he's on, say, "Hey, Joey Conway, who told you to get a mustache? Who told you to grow one out?" <laughs> You want to know the answer? It was you, right? I have no idea. That's why I said you have to ask him. Come on, guys. <laughs> no, I, I've teamed with Joey Conway, uh, I think, about a year or so ago, and it was awesome. Just a lot of fun working with him in the ring. That was actually an NYWC show. Um, that might have been one of their big shows. I forget which one. I was there for a few of their shows. But him and I got to team up together. And once again, it was just awesome. Really, really cool. He's yeah, a good dude. Johnny Conway's a good dude. He'll probably hate me for saying that because – his character, he's a heel. <laughs> so well, when we team together, so of course I know he's a good dude. I only team with good people. Like, come on. Yeah, exactly. So. It only makes sense. <laughs> so have you ever thought of going to the West Coast or out of the country to wrestle? Um, Out of the country, I actually took a trip to Ireland a few summers ago. And just for for fun, I was looking to get on one of the shows there. I just wasn't there at the right time. So, you know, the week I was there, they had shows the week after and the week before. So I think that would have been amazing to do. Like I said, just to be on in another country would be awesome. Um, West Coast, I haven't gone to, but I have gone down south. I wrestled in Florida, wrestled in Alabama and Georgia. Sorry. It was a little southern trip a couple of years ago. So got in, I think, three shows down there which was just a lot of fun. You know, it's a different environment, different people, different setups, just all together is a really good experience though. Uh If you ever go to England, coach, you definitely have to check out Coventry Pro Wrestling. Okay. It's a small promotion in a city, in I think a city over there in England called Coventry. And it's a small promotion, but like, they've got some great wrestlers there. They got, um, well, Chief's coming on our podcast, um, Shorty, which is competing in a match tomorrow in the show at Coventry. Alfie, the one that had the t-shirt behind Geek. Got there's, it. Um, Cat Von Cage. Uh, there's Kiara. Uh, we, we're trying to get more into their male wrestling, but with them, 
you have to, it's like a lot of Patreon stuff to watch their big shows. They give you clips on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So they give you the, this, you know, like the candy store. They're like, oh, can I, tr- oh, oh, that, that, uh, Snicker, that homemade Snicker bar looks good. Oh, you want to, sn- want to try a sample? They give you like the little, the good part. Yeah. Half the nougat. Yeah. But then you have to buy $20 oh, okay. to get the whole candy bar. Because yeah. like, mm. they want to get you hooked. Yeah. Good marketing, yeah. good salespeople. Yeah. yeah. We'll give you just enough so you want the full product. Okay. Yeah. Here's the free sample, and now you know buy the full thing. Here we go. Yeah. It's, it's I think it's like twenty dollars a month or something like that. What, what is it, Joe? I think it's, it's twenty dollars a month. Or it quib in England. That's the word. That's the money in England. I'm learning. We're learning time and money in England. Quib. <laughs> there you pound, go. At, quibs and pounds, right? And pounds. Yeah, pounds. Yep. Yeah, pounds. Yeah. It was funny. We have to have Shorty when she comes back in December to teach us more about the different <laughs> words. Because that episode, you have to listen to that one with Shorty. It's hilarious because she's teaching us different words in England. Like they're the way they they speak. They speak. Mm-hmm. And it's just funny. She were like Boston's. We were like pancake, palm cake. <laughs> like it's so funny. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's so, always interesting having a, another point of view on those things, though. And the accent always helps. Yeah. yeah. And it's funny, like, imagine going there and having, like, a Long Island accent and you have to, like, call a match with a wrestler that has, like, the British twang. And you say a certain word and you go to for a move and he, like, flips over and says, what What were you trying to tell me? I don't understand you. You sound like you're from some kind of Italian town. I'm from Long Island. Yeah, what is? Oh, that's why you sound funny. (laughs) It's, yeah, it's like... Next question. If uh, here's a question. Um, I'll shoot. Um, if you had, if you had uh, VPW in your gym class, what tasks would you give them? VPW in my gym class. So like <laughs> the whole yeah. promotion. Yeah, yeah everybody. Like, yeah, yeah, different. It's like a little game we'll play. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you start. You, I mean, I got so many things going through my head, but I gotta say dodgeball. Yeah, dodgeball. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm saying like um like like for example, you know, you run the track, you like give them give me fifty. Yeah, the guy, everybody's in a line. Okay, you I, go to the track, you go to this one, you do you 50, give them 50 push-ups or something like that. So well, we'll yeah, it's not just the game of dodgeball. So you get hit, you start running. Yeah. That's what wow. into the last one's out. We'll do all different things. This guy, he'll keep planking to the last guy's out. This one will do push-ups to the last guy's out. We'll make it like hell in there. <laughs> you, 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 you're crushing me good. You get to do burpees till your whole team is out. That's it. And uh, then and the winning team, like, hey, now that you guys all lost, you'll have 100 push-ups to do. We'll, we'll, start, we'll, we'll start with a couple. What, what, what would you give Jack? Jack, Jack Thompson? Thompson? Yeah, Jack Thompson. Duct tape. What? Duct tape. Duct tape. <laughs> That's it. What he talks a whole lot. What, what, what's the next one, Joe? What you, um, what'd you give to? What'd you give to the Queen? Who's the, who's the Queen? Karen Bam Bam. Yeah. What'd you, yeah. Do? What'd you make her do? I'm, I'm gonna pass on her. <laughs> I'll only only talk about guys. I'm gonna keep it fair. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, the what's it called? Well, the, the guys with the goat. Our, our favorite. Uh, Bobby Orlando. Yeah. Shook her, shook her. Ooh. Shook her. <laughs> um, uh, it's got to be the the, uh, the medication that slows people down. I can't think of the name now. Um, is it Adderall? 
<laughs> yeah. No, no, that's too good for Sozi down. He has so much energy. It's awesome. <laughs> I love the guy. He's so cool. Um, I just saw him on Frogger last night. Do you guys know oh, about yeah, that? Yeah, on- Bobby, I saw him. Yeah. Yeah. Saw that. He's saw, on the yeah. game show that I was cracking up the whole time. I'm like, he's the most entertaining person on here by far. Yeah. So I think for him, he just needs to kind of calm down a little bit. Maybe we'll just run him for miles to, you know, decrease some of that energy. But yeah. <laughs> I think it would not help. He's just on like, he, he's always go, go, go all the time, which is awesome, though. Not, nothing right. bad to say about Bobby. All right. And uh, you're, you're Joe's favorite wrestler right here. Johnny Collins. Oh, well, Johnny Collins. <laughs> That's all good. I'll give him stilts because he needs to step up to me. <laughs> Actually, he says he's my favorite wrestler. I don't. Uh, he he called me a peasant. And if you see the Instagram video, I had my background. I was cleaning my room. I had it in the other room, and I went all old school WWF. I had my background behind me. I was standing with my phone in my hand, doing my own promote like promo promo, and I was like, peasant. Has I I I went I went off on his nickname. I was like, "Pretty boy, pretty boy, more like little boy." Ooh. <laughs> Harsh, yes, you're getting there deep. Voice. He he is a whiny little snot. Um, <laughs> I'm not gonna curse on here, but you can think of some other words you I would could, like to say. You you could still curse on here. It's all right. But, all right, I, I don't in general because I just feel it like for some gotcha. people who are watching me. I decided gotcha. not to put gotcha. he, yeah. he's a rich little snot. He is a only child or has that only child complex where everything revolves around him when it does not. He always has to throw himself out there and make sure everyone knows he's there, have it everything be about him. And that, that's that's like a lot of it. And you guys buddies too. <laughs> well, we were. No, 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 his buddies. Oh, the Stevens. I would have them run to another state. To get them <laughs> away from me would be amazing. They're they're all they're just like Collins. They don't shut up at all. They are just always in the way. They they're they're like little gnats. They're always around. You can't get rid of them. You swat them. You hit them. They just come back. They're just always around there and just so absolutely insanely annoying. So hate to say, it, but the three of them fit so well together because they they all they feed off each other. Mm-hmm. But it's so annoying. So they would definitely have a very long run to get the hell out of New York. Maybe they'll go run to to California. <laughs> We're still running, coach. Yeah. <laughs> I can see it. Can the never-ending track. Yeah, just keep going. Go ahead. You'll you'll be you'll be you'll be in your car with the uh, running next, the driving speeding next to them. You're still running, right? Yeah. Coach? They'll be like Forrest Gump by then. They'll get some cool t-shirts and a long beard, but their legs will be the size of. Like Hulk Hogan's and Rocky. Yes, that was I love that uh, that movie with him in there. Oh God, yeah, good old Thunderlips. Oh geez, yeah, can't go wrong with Thunderlips. Mm-hmm. Do you collect anything? Say it again. Do you collect anything? I used to collect all wrestling stuff growing up, and then I used to live in Valley Stream. I've moved a bunch of times since then, so all like those old wrestling figures either got you know thrown out. I hate to say it, or just given to a friend. Don't even remember it was, you know, so long ago. But I was like a huge collector of wrestling. I, I had like the wrestling sheets, curtains, blankets, the posters on my wall, like just all that stuff. Super, super into it. You know, but by the way, back then, wrestling wasn't really like as cool. This was pre-attitude era. So I'm talking, you know, like early 90s, late 80s, when, you know, people knew of wrestling, but it wasn't as big as it is now. 
You'd have yeah. to drive to like five different Toys R Uses, you know, if you even remember that store, just to get a wrestling figure. Now you see figures all over the place, which is awesome. It's just, you know, we couldn't find them at all. Yeah. Like it, it like when you were a kid, all you only thing you remember is I'm going to Toys R Us with my mom to get myself like a Hulk Hogan and Ultimate Warrior figure. Mm-hmm. But now you can go on Amazon and buy like all the old school guys right which there. Which is really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember I had an Ultimate Warrior wrestling buddy, and that was just like an awesome gift. I got that, that too. Say it again. I got that one. I got that one also. Most people got Hogan. I got I got Ultimate Warrior. I guess oh, I was. Yeah. I liked the Warrior. I liked Hogan, but I don't know. I felt the connection. Oh, there's a. Is our buddy? <laughs> our buddy Brandon. Is he on? Yeah. What's up, yeah. Brandon? Yeah. That is that the comment section. Oh, yeah, just, just a no. comment. He's saying hi to you. You know. Cool. He has to be the best coach ever. He's saying. <laughs> Brandon, I'm going to agree with you. Very, very true. What would you? Here we go. Fan version of it. What would you do to Papa Dank and his son Brandon if they were if you're they were in your gym class? <laughs> We'd be doing a lot. But I listen. I will say Papa Dank has been doing awesome. I see he's always posting stuff at the gym. He he got himself into really good shape or much better shape. So I I, I gotta say props to him. I've nothing bad really about him. Um, with that being said, though, some more cardio because we got to start running circles around the, the, the competition for him. We got to get that cardio up. I could, I could see them, uh, Papa Dang making Brandon hold the, hold the camera as you make a video for the gym class. You're like, okay, class, Brandon, stand here. We got this one. No, you're standing in the wrong spot, Brandon. Take <laughs> this angle of me. Yeah. That works. So they're a good team though. Yeah. yeah. I always love their videos throughout the the Instagram story. Oh, we're having blah 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 on the on the show this week. Don't forget to watch. I'm like, we need to get up our game. We need a third person. Oh wait, we do. We have ever so spiffy. She's our camera girl. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Branson, he's the camera guy though. He, yeah, he's he's the greatest camera guy. Awesome. Right? Yeah. yeah. He nice. even helped. He even helped me out um, and film my promo sometimes. He's a cool guy. Yeah. Very nice. Oh, the He's next cool- time we do a show, we have to see if, if your if your table's not busy, uh, coach. We'll see yeah. if we can get get a promo from you. Okay. Yeah. Probably- I, I do one. Uh, what show is that? July, November thirteenth. No, I want. Well, that's the next VP Dub show. But um, I thought in July or or September, I did a quick one with you guys. Yeah, no, you were me. You did one with me. Yeah. That was, I think, after uh, the the tag match with. Uh, it was with uh, Jack Thompson. Jack yes. Thompson. Yeah, that was a good promo you cut, though. By the way, thank you. Yeah. Just you know, sometimes you just feel it. You just gotta just let it all come out. That's it. That that's it. All the energy's there, so you might yeah. as well, you might as well just cut a promo real quick. That's it. You know. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes those are the best ones, though. You're not thinking of it. You just you seeing what's on your mind, and you just you're going. That's it. Yeah. We're, uh, yeah. Yeah. Me and Joe just trying to get content for YouTube, so why not? You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. That was <laughs> fun. Like it's always fun when like that we do these it's like because of the pandemic and like that's why I I said in the end I was like hey let me do this podcast thing you never know where it's gonna lead us hundred episodes deep now we're like two oh six in the subscribers on Twitch we're nice. close to hundred on YouTube YouTube's hard now like, YouTube's you very me, very hard YouTube's it's very, very hard. hard like very hard to get subscribers I guess YouTube's starting to lose. 
its oomph with the like the popularity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you had to be on YouTube like in the very beginning to get subscribers because if you get them now, you're not going to get them. You know, I think I think it's tw- I think it's Facebook and Twitch where people are mostly. Mm-hmm. Those are just like the newer markets. That's what people are going with now. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even yeah, Brandon agrees with it. Very, it's very difficult on YouTube. He said. I mean, if Brandon agrees, we might as well just make that a fact now. Let's copyright this statement. Brandon's all in on too. Yeah. Yeah, Brandon, we hear you here. Yeah. I I even spoke to Brandon at the show. I'm like, how do you guys get viewers on YouTube? It's so. It's like, dude, it's so hard. You know. You have to like because I saw on since I'm a mod on the dudes at Ringside page on Facebook, they. Now, if you like the past episode is popped up, it said you have to pay fourteen dollars to get one hundred and thirty-five people just to watch it. Like the, the like get like that's what it said one hundred and thirty-five. Um, you mean it's like to promote it? Yeah, I was like fourteen dollars. Why not like ten? Why fourteen? Because they know people will pay for it. Yeah, I, 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 I was almost. Uh, well, that's I think enough people. And listen, I think when you're starting out and you want to get more views. I don't see anything wrong. You know, you, you pay 15, 20 bucks. It's like advertising instead yeah. of billboards. Hey, I'll pay for a promotion. Now a hundred people get to view it. Hopefully yeah. out of that hundred, 10 of those tell someone else, or they actually subscribe and continue watching. And it builds from there. It's, yeah. you know, it's word of mouth. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's not necessarily a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I don't think it's a bad thing. I just like, I was like, just having to pay to get, get your, a viewer, but I feel by going to a show and handing out stickers and say, oh, we'll be live tonight at 10 p.m. when we get back from the show. If you're not tired, pop it on. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they'll do it. Sometimes they're like, what was the good? Like, there was a girl that I was talking to when I was at Joe, That's not a bad idea, actually, to be honest. After a VPW show, we could just actually do a show. Well, because, you know, you you could probably do a live show depending on what your equipment is like. Just doing a, you know set up a, um like an uh, a tripod with a camera on it. Shoot something in the corner because I feel like you know if the show ends at ten thirty, at least if you got a half an hour quick show in there. You could interview a couple of guys real quick. That might work out really well. Yeah, exactly. You know, we can always talk to them and see what they say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel like for at an actual wrestling show, handing that stuff out, that's the people that you're going for. So. Yeah. That's like the, the best way to go, really. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hey, even even put the stickers on the seats so people they can actually take them home. You don't actually you don't have to actually see or meet everyone, but it's on the seats, so they take something home with them. Yeah, yeah that's mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. I got some good ideas sometimes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That that's why you're the VPW champion, coach. Yeah, right? there, there you go. Right. I mean, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was my very first ever. V- was that your v- first VPW show? Yeah, that was my first. Uh, the that one, was our first, the one that we met you that day. We took a picture with you with the belt. That was the very first time we ever met you ever. Okay, yeah. and so yeah. that was the July show, or is that September? That was July. That July, was July. Okay. Yeah, we, me and you, he randomly bought these tickets. I was like, VPW, what's this? And he's like, mm-hmm. Oh, let's try it. Let's try it. I'm like, All right. All right. Marketing, marketing indies. We always because the thing about you is at ringside. We like to push the independent wrestling scene to its limits. We want we want to push you guys so you guys feel like you're you're up there where those other guys, the big guys are. <laughs> we want the we want the fans to be like, 
who is this VPW? The dudes at ringside talk about so much because we talk about VPW a lot. Yeah, people in England, as you should. <laughs> yeah. we, we market VPW a lot, right? Yeah. Geek? A lot. yeah, yeah. All the all the Long Island promotions because you know Long Island's the bread and butter right there. You know, I'm, I'm gonna have to agree with you. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of talent here, a lot of great promotions. So there's always something going on. And, and we can't forget Cap too. Cap is a oh, of course promotion. not. I think they're running a show right now, actually. Yeah, the the uh, Halloween show. Mm-hmm. Geek wanted to go, but he said the tickets are sold out. So he's they're like, sold oh. out. I would have went too, so they're sold out. Yeah, I heard they sold out extremely quick. So that's awesome, though. Yeah, Dan Housen's there too. So mm-hmm. yeah, yep, I Dan saw that. Howes, yeah, so that that should be, and the card looks great too. Oh yeah, and Toy Nice is on there too. So you got a lot of big people bringing in some people there. Exactly. Yeah, like, so totally, like so many names on those the cap roster. Every time I want to go, I figure I'm like, I'll wait, ask my parents, but then I'm like. And then they take it sell out. So <laughs> this is the second time they actually sold out. So, so next time they have a show that goes on, you gotta buy right away. You gotta yep. buy them right away. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. When is the next uh, VPW show actually? Coach? November thirteenth. Do you see how I did? That? I threw my voice. Yeah, geek. You should. Right? Yes, supposed to answer that question. <laughs> so, so you ready? Ask me, and I'm gonna throw my voice again. Ready? Coach, when's the next show? November thirteenth. <laughs> All right, we got it going. November 13th in St. James at the Sports Arena, where Coach Mamone has home field advantage, as always. That is the next show. That is my next title defense. I will be walking in with the championship belt, and I will take that championship belt home with me as well, because that's what Coach Mamone does. Mm. I gotta get my. I gotta get on that into my parents. And about you say who you're wrestling either. <laughs> it's Johnny Pretty Boy Collins. This guy so. Some people kind of know it. They kind of see it. He's, during COVID, he was running his mouth all over social media, on Instagram, on Twitter, Facebook, all that stuff, trying to get under my skin, which I know that's how he works. That's He's like that, you know, mental guy. He tries to get in your head, say all the stupid stuff. And then at one of the first shows back, he was saying a whole lot of other stuff in person, calling out my dad, where my dad has now been to two wrestling matches. At the second one, he called him out hardcore. And then um, Jack Tomlinson, oh, yeah, not Johnny. He's a little, uh, you know what, Brandon. You, you look like some nice words about him in the chat. I just want to keep them. Um, but, yes, him, him and I now in person since that first show back have kind of been going at it, not so much in the ring, not so much about it uh, in the ring, but he's been verbally saying stuff once again at my dad, calling him out. He's been calling out my wife with certain things too. Makes oh, oh yeah, yeah. That's why. So in the beginning, listen, he could say whatever he wants about me. I have tough skin. I know not to think anything about it. He talks about my dad. He talks about my wife. Now things get a lot more serious and personal, and that's why it's it's a lot different now. It's not just one match. It's it's a lot more. So it's one skin. Just it's a much more personal situation now. November November thirteenth, you versus Johnny Collins, right? Correct. Yeah, and if you guys remember last time, he basically had his gold chain wrapped around his fist, knocked me out. I didn't see it, but he got the pin on me. And then I saw a video of it later. Ref actually saw that he had the gold chain around his hand and disqualified him. So he's looking to get that belt any way he can. I don't trust him at all. I will have my eye on him. The, the beginning of that match, I was very, very aggressive and I think too much. 
And that's why in the beginning, you know, after watching it back, because as every great coach, you go back to the film. You want to see what you did right, what you did wrong. And I think those first few minutes, I was just too amped up. He's once again, he got my head with his whole list of nicknames and accomplishments. Just every little thing he does, just it gets me a little bit more riled up. So I really just wanted to tear his head off in the beginning. And I was just going too, too forceful, too strong, too much power at him. He was ducking, bobbing, and weaving out of the way. And, you know, it's it got me even more riled up. And then I had to kind of calm down and do what coach does best. So. You even used your whistle, too. Took yeah. Your, took your whistle out of your pocket from yep. your jacket. Yeah. Started using. That's he not only slapped me in the face physically in the match, but that's like another slap in the face. Mm. You know, there's there's a few things like that for me personally. Like it kind of crosses the line. You know, you, you you talk smack about my family, you take my whistle as silly as some people think it is. It is like a very personal thing to me. So, thank he, you, Brandon. He's gonna he's gonna put bash Johnny with the camera next time he sees him. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna say no. So. Well, if I see you leaving in handcuffs at the next show, I see that's why I know. I'll be like, oh, he's a kid. Oh, God, he's a kid. And, and here's, but, Joe, here's the funny part. Yes, I think, you know, working around before, he is much smaller. You know, he's not someone that you would think of right away as being this, this main event big guy, but he is extremely, extremely mental. And he's able to get in there, get in my head, be in the main event, put on a hell of a show, and he gets the crowd going. I mean, I would say the crowd at the last show was almost a lot more for him than they were for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's, he was getting cheers like crazy, and they, they're starting to love him a lot there. Mm-hmm. And what's even scarier is for someone like him who has that egotistic mentality, that's only going to push him even further and make him do even crazier things. So cheating or whatever it is, whatever it takes, is now going to kind of go up another level and up another notch. Mm-hmm. So. Definitely keep my eye on him even more closer next month in November than I did this month. Yeah, definitely. Because you never know. And even the even Stevens are probably yeah. they're going to be around. Oh, I know they definitely. They'll be in there causing havoc. They did a little bit in the last match, but I think they'll they'll be even more present. And once again, I know with Collins, he has them do his dirty work a lot of the time. So I wouldn't put it past him to do anything else like that. I have an idea for a match that you could do against Johnny Collins uh, at the next show in uh, for November. Steel cage match. So we usually do a steel cage. So okay, so VPW will usually run January to November. No, uh, no December shows this year because of everything kind of being like an off schedule. They were looking to do the cage match in December, but I think they're still looking into it. I don't know if the the place can hold a cage. I don't know if that's really been decided yet. I know at the old place in Center Reach, it was much bigger and wider doors, so we could bring a cage in. So if anything, Joe, maybe that comes out in December. Mm. Um, I think, you know, we're, I don't know. I don't know if I'll be going against him again in December. Um, I don't know how many chances I have to give him because he cheated already. He got granted this rematch, which I don't really think was fair, but a man of my coaching self, I'll allow it, and I'll just beat him the fair way. I mean, and he cheated when – sorry. Well, no, that's all right. No, you're right. He had to cheat to win. Um, I just hope he doesn't cry like he did the last time and just leaves the ring after I beat him. And I have my championship belt held high above my head. I was going to say he cheated to win the Rumble as well. Yes. So I wasn't even there that month. Once again, I saw the footage of that. And 
it just, I mean, that's what it is. You know, he's just obviously cheated. That's been his whole thing. So he has just constantly been cheating. And the same way at that rumble, I, I heard the crowd too. They were getting a little bit louder for him, getting crazier for him. And it makes him do these bizarre things just to cheat. You know, it's like it's, he really feeds off that energy in, hate to say, in like not a good way. Where I think he would, you know, he would do well on his own. He gets the crowd going. And now it's like, hey, I'm going to cheat now. I'll shove him over even though I got knocked out of the ring already. So that's Johnny Collins for you. Yep. Yeah, so you are on you are on Jay Leno, right? I was. That that, that was, was incredible. That, I watched the clips of that. That was absolutely awesome, by the way. To Thank watch you. On, that was awesome. Did so you, go on. Go Did you see it, Joe? Or I was gonna ask just No, I haven't got a chance to see it. I you, t- you mentioned it a few times, but I gotta yeah. yeah. So so that started back in May, where I kind of contacted like this company just to like to be on a game show. Didn't know what it was. They reached back to me. We spoke for a few months just to like kind of answer some questions, go on interviews, all those different things. And then um, in August, we actually filmed it. And it was incredible being there. And obviously after it's like, okay, whatever happens here, you can't say anything about it to anyone. So I'm like, okay, I have to keep the secret for so many months. And then it comes out where, hey, it's going to air this Monday. And everyone's like, oh, did you win? Did you win? I'm like, you got to watch it. Like I'm not able to say anything about it. I can say I'm on the show. You should watch it. But I can't say, hey, I won 20 grand or, hey, I did this. Like, no, you can't say any of that. And they're like, who's going to know? I was like, no, I don't want to. I just I'd, I'd rather not. It's not worth it. I've had my, you know, my lips have been sealed the past few months. I'd rather not get into it. Just watch the show. See how you like it. Mm-hmm. And and that whole part there, you know, like I, I knew during the interview, I spoke a lot about the wrestling. So I was thinking that would be part of the show. You know, they'd ask some questions about that. And my kind of wrestling persona just came out just being the crazy energetic charisma, you know, charismatic person on TV. And I just went with it and just had a whole lot of fun out there. Jay and Kevin were, were awesome hosts and co-hosts and it was just so much fun being out there with everything. So definitely just an amazing experience. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. I, I will say the category was um, like, Oh, Canada. And you can't see it, but when they, they put that up on, like, the big screen, my face was like, oh, this is going to suck. I'm like, I don't know about Canada. It's, I'm thinking it's going to be, like, geography or, like, specific things. And I'm like, we just lost. I don't know Canada. And then each question was like, okay, that's not so bad. You saw the Mountie question, right, Metal Geek? Yeah. yeah I, didn't watch, I, I didn't watch the thing yet. I, got, I only watched the clips that you Oh, oh man. I still got. I still got to go back and watch it, but I saw the clips uh, from YouTube, okay. from Facebook, your Facebook it's, page. Yeah, the whole thing's on YouTube right now. Can you guys still see me? Yeah, yeah we can still. Yeah. Okay, so I'll I can find the link and I'll put it in here so you guys can see it too. Actually, actually, I could share it if you want, but I don't know if I'm going to get in trouble or not. It's I I wouldn't. Uh, I mean, it's it's all out there now, but it is like 25 minutes. Yeah. So I wouldn't share it right on here, but you could definitely you know take a look at the YouTube link. I think that's yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, got a little theme music going in the background. Um, all right, I could put it in our chat. I don't know how to do the comment part, but that's yeah. that's if yeah. you guys need to put it in the in the main part. That's totally fine too. I mean, I could I could always do that. So okay. If anybody wants to watch it, so yeah. Yeah, that's no, perfect. 
Because, like I said, it was just, it was so much fun. All the people that I work with were, you know, the same way, like, oh, so you're on the show. What happens? What is it about? And just, like, just kind of watch it. That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to put it in the, the regular chat. Is that fine? Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, it, it's on YouTube, so we can make, you know, you could share it all around. It already aired live, so, you know, I'm not really giving away any secrets because it was, it was already out there. All right. So, but, yeah, if you guys want to check that out, help coach out, you know, get a view there and there. So. Help, it, it, it all helps so definitely but yeah so that was just a lot of fun um that was something it, it's so strange like it's not even something i would ever consider or think of and it was almost like making a new kind of bucket list you know where it's like oh i was, I was on a tv game show and i was on a show with jay leno like that that's really freaking cool that is awesome though yeah. you know it's like it, it's something like you don't even think of like oh when i get older i want to be on a show with jay leno like it, it's just bizarre so it was that whole weekend i was just like just just loving it all just so amazing the whole the whole procedure just being out there all of it it was super cool it's it's hard to say like oh i'm gonna be on this show oh you were uh look me up on youtube oh my god he was that guy on that show you know? <laughs> yeah he was on jay leno and, and, like, re- and not only that he's a wrestler wow yep. so there you go yeah yeah and it's all you know because I rip off my pants when I wrestle. That's what. That's it. <laughs> that's what you're going to get known for now. That's what yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got I to gotta try to trademark that line now. And the pants come off. <laughs> and then, that's me when this the la- after the last show. <laughs> yeah, I hear um, our mod every time. Joey, put your pants back on, but the show's over. <laughs> <laughs> the Long Island accent pops out. There you go. The yeah. show's over. <laughs> well, what would you say your, your fighting style is like? Fighting style. Um, so it's funny. I kind of go back and forth with this a lot. I think it is more of like, um, I don't want to say like humor, but it's like comedic or humor. And I just feel like when I when I wrestle, just to say like my visual presence in the college shirt, the short shorts, the high socks, people take notice right away. Because it's just like, what the hell is this guy? What is he doing here? I'm kind of curious to see what happens now. And, you know, a lot of things I do, it is very, you know, like coach-like, coach-friendly. It involves sports. It involves being athletic. So it's, you know, it is part comedic, but it, I also think it's extreme athletic. In, in the last show that you guys saw, I was jumping all over the ropes. And I feel those are things like not a lot of guys do, if any. Yes, some guys do dives. They do crazy stuff off the top rope. I kind of do it in my own way and you know I, I make it look athletic and just have fun with it too yeah the, the last match that you had with collins was absolutely great by the way you guys tore i think you guys i mean you guys tore the house down between that match and the uh was it the balls count anywhere match mm-hmm. you guys pretty much were the main event yeah what's up i was definitely very happy with that match um you know I would like to beat him cleanly so he gets off my back and stops complaining about everything, but that's all right. Like I said, November 13th, Joe, we're going to do it then. I'll kick his butt, send him back to the locker room, and he'll go crying to someone else the next month because we're going to be done with our feud. Beat yeah. One, two, three. You know what? How about this? Not only will I pin him, I'm going to make him submit after. Or maybe I'll make him submit after. Who knows? Just so it's like, listen, Collins, I pinned you. You tapped. You got nothing on me. I beat you twice in the same night now. Get out of here. 
Geek, we may see clips of this on Johnny Collins' Instagram page because you I think I think Coach is going to make clips of this uh, this interview right now and just just going to post to the Collins like this is what I say it's about great. you, Collins. Yeah, <laughs> so, it'll work. Say Collins, Collins, be ready. You're going to tap out. You're going to have your shoulders pinched to the mat. I'm being. I'm going to count you out. I'm going to do everything to beat you in every way possible. That way, there's no argument. There's no more questions. He knows I'm the champ. I know he's not the champ, and that's it. Yeah, I wish I'm gonna that's definitely tell my parents that I gotta come to this show. I, I, because we went to th- this one was just like okay, wrestling show. Okay, you can go, but and now this one's November where I live. I live in Pennsylvania. That's the snow belt. Yes. <laughs> like snow is like hey, it hovers. It's coming. Over it's coming. Snow is coming, Joe. Right. I was well, still gonna come to go my last show of the season in November, so I gotta go one more show. There you go. Well, Joe, come down for that one. And then, like I said, if, if we're running in December, you got to try to see how snow it is by you and try to get down there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah definitely. Maybe um, you maybe you versus Giant Collins, a two out of three falls match. Oh, that's another one. <laughs> two out of three falls? Yeah. Uh, or 60-minute okay. Iron Man match. Well, well, Geek, yeah, that is true. I could do the 60 minutes. That's not an issue. But I just said I'll pin him and make him submit both in the same day. So – I'll just turn to two out of three falls. Or three stages of hell. <laughs> One match, then it goes into another match. And then it, you ever remember that back in the, yeah. the 2000s? I still love the three stages of hell. My favorite match to choose. Mm-hmm. What, I think me and Geek, when we were in college, the, one of the SmackDown games, they still had that in there. Yes. Me and Geek would choose these. Like I would always use two, the, the most toughest matches. First, a hardcore match because weapons. You can be mm-hmm. weapons. Then Iron Man match. Then Ooh. a cage match. Then Hell in a Cell. <laughs> that's but pretty that's a long time. Yeah. By the last stage, you're like, am I gonna make it? <laughs> yeah, you're done. Those, those old those old school games right there where you used to be like yeah. you could you just know, with, with the punch, the yeah, the punch, the slow yeah. punches, yeah. When yeah. you're so tired, you're like I can't yes. do this no more. So it was hilarious in college. Me and Geek would sit playing the same match for like from lunchtime all the way to dinner time. Both bloody. Both our characters bloody in the face. And we just punch each other like Yeah. <laughs> our friend our friends would be like, You guys done? My God. Vinny eat dinner. Pause the game. No, I don't want my PlayStation to overheat. Are you crazy? <laughs> like <laughs> this is we're talking about PlayStation. Two-ish, three? Yeah, two or three. Yeah. You yeah. leave it on too long, immediately it'll turn off if it gets too hot. Yeah. I think I think two started having the fan in there. Mm-hmm. So it, it helped. But, you know, that, that's for a couple hours, not probably like six or seven like you guys were saying. Yeah. <laughs> we were worried. I, I, we stopped playing. We, one of us, I forgot which one of us won. And I turned off the PlayStation and I touched it and I was like, dude, freaking hot. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta wait a little longer to play. <laughs> yeah. So, who would you say was your who, who is your favorite '80s coach? Favorite '80s coach? Ooh. Like <sighs> any any franchise in like like basketball, football. That is tricky. '80s coach. Um, I gotta say, might not be like a coach, but like Jimmy Hart, Bobby the Brain Heenan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not necessarily coaches, but 
they were managers. I just always thought Jimmy Hart was was amazing. The stuff that he wore, his megaphone, everything was so perfectly made for whoever he was working with. And I just felt like that personal touch made such a huge difference. There, there were shows he was working with three or four different guys. So he'd go out there in certain gear, go to the back, change quick his entire like outfit, not just a new sports coat, the entire outfit. He'd come back out with that guy, go back again, get changed, and just have everything just perfectly made for each one of his guys that he worked with. And I thought that was just so cool. My favorite was SummerSlam 91 when you he must have had a person with him helping him change. He went from the Mounties outfit was like a red jacket, yep. a, a red jacket with the, the black tie. And then when the Mountie lost, he ran off, came back with the natural disasters and had the natural disasters on the back of his jacket. Yes. Man, he, he must have been on flyer miles that day backstage, man. <laughs> yeah. Get out of the way. <laughs> Change. His his bag of all his his jackets is bigger than anyone there wrestling. Oh my god! Cases that, that man had that day in the garden. Mm-hmm. Fifty or sixty or seventy of them. Yeah, yeah, crazy. Joe Joel's favorite is obviously Bobby the Brain Heaton. Oh, right? Bobby. Oh. I, I really think he was just so quick on commentary, especially, and he just always had an answer for everything, and just just very amusing and entertaining as well too. With him and Gorilla Monsoon, they were like the perfect yin and yang. I mean, Timeless. they would just rally each other up, but it was all in fun. And it was it was just so cool to listen to them both. He's like, the both of them, mostly, I, I like Gorilla Monsoon, but me being a fan of Bobby the Brain Heenan, he is another inspiration why I do this. Like, mm-hmm. those two knew how to get on each other's case without making it seem like they hated each other. But they did. They really loved each other. Like, that's why I'm so glad to work with Metal Geek. Oh, wrong way. Dang it. Reverse mirror. With that guy. That, that guy over there. That, that guy right there. I've been best friends with him since college. What is it, like 20 years now, Geek? Yeah, something like that. I've been best friends for like 20 oh, years. Oh, oh, four. College radio and stuff hmm. like that. And, like, he showed me independent wrestling. If it wasn't for Geek, I, I wouldn't even know what independent wrestling was. I'm like, well, that high school stuff? I think I think I think I love independent wrestling even more than mainstream wrestling. To be honest with you, I think with with independent wrestling, it's just a completely different feel. And the first independent wrestling show I went to, because I didn't know any of the guys on the show, I don't know what's the finish. It's I don't know who's the bad guy, who's the good guy, and it makes you really think about it more and get into it. And you know, you see it so much up close too, where you know, like VPW, if there's six rows of chairs, that's it. You could see these guys up close. You get to see them at intermission, after the show, before the show starts. You have conversations with them, but actually get yeah. to like see the wrestlers. And then obviously when the, the few of us that make it big and go on after, it's like, oh, yeah, I saw that guy live at St. James. Oh, I saw him five months ago. He's pretty cool. Hey, he's got some great moves. He looks great in the ring. You know, whatever it is. It's just it's a much different touch to it. Yeah. yeah. yeah I remember like going back in 04 and 05. I remember seeing CM Punk in like a 200 seat arena, and uh, you know the what's it called, Sportsplex, 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 Sportsplex. Oh yes, in Lake Grove, New York, right over there. Seeing him, 200 people, oh, it was freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. Not a bad seat in the house over there. Yeah, I, I miss that place. And I then, it, I'm sorry, keep, keep I going, think keep. if um, 
I think if B, uh, Sports Plus was still around, I think VPW would check that place out. Mm-hmm. We would own that arena. That would be the VPW arena. That would. Around. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah, I think indie fans are just more vocal and almost more into it. Where I feel like you know the major companies that are on TV, um, more one that's been around for a much longer time than the other. I feel people kind of go as a thing to do, but I feel more as indie fans and indie shows, you're going because you really love it. You really love the people on the show and just you love being, like I said, just that close to the action. And you're loud, you're vocal, you have signs, you're, you know, you're doing all that stuff to really be part of the show. And even when you bring the fans in a little bit more, it's so much more rewarding too. Yeah, right? Exactly. You know, companies that are on TV, you don't have that same connection. No, because it's like, like, for example, VPW, chances are they remember you from last month. Oh, I saw you last month because yeah. it's a more intimate feel. Exactly. So it's, if you went to WWE, oh, I think I remember you, but not really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember you. Yeah. And, you know, they, they those guys go to autograph signings or stuff like that, book signings. They'll see a few thousand people in a day. And they go into different towns, different cities every single day, different states, different countries. You know, they have a much, much crazier schedule than I do. They're super busy and, you know, they're interacting with a lot more people as well. Uh-huh. Definitely be a lot of fun to try, though. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> definitely. When we come back in November, we're, both of us will be wearing that blue shirt that Geek, show, Geek showed you before you were live. All right, nice. That, and blue, then yeah. everybody will know it's us because it. we both have, will have the same shirt, even yeah. though we look like the even Stevens with the same shirt, Geek. Really. <laughs> That's right. We just so, we, we need to make a vest like them now. I just have uh, no vest. <laughs> and I'm different. I wear the polo. I look I look good in the in the polo. They look like noobs. <laughs> Joe Joe's a polo guy. I like Joe. <laughs> yeah. I need one. I need one that says Joe Panther the third on it. Like the well, here's my idea. You guys have the blue shirts. You put your names on the back of it. I put geek and then he'll put like. Panther or whatever. whatever. So that way, you know, if you guys are selling them, it's the regular shirt. But for you two guys specifically, your names are on the back. So everyone knows, oh, you're part of the show. Yeah, Ah, exactly. We can still do that. Come back. We'll just go to the... the, Then can you just put Metal Geek on the back of this shirt? (laughs) And then this one, can you put Panther? Yeah. Panther, the three stripes, (laughs) the eyes. Yeah. (laughs) It could probably work. Yeah, but when the person, why would you want to put Joe? Well, it looks like a basketball jersey. They don't have Joe on the back of the jersey. The The last name, yeah, Yeah, last name. I, I, well, the third is because my grandfather was a professional wrestler from 1955 to 1965. Really? Yeah, he was a he wrestled um in the city. He wrestled under Vince McMahon Senior. Okay. Yes, that's cool. He was a, a luchador under. The Vince McMahon era, but he was a heel. Okay. He was a, you know, so back in those days, he was the heel, the bad guy. Oh, the, everybody hated the bad guy. And he's the reason why I became a fan of the old school WWF, WCW, stuff like that. And I incorporate the history of my grandfather being a wrestler with the Hogan's, the Warriors, even though he never made it to that level. He died before my dad was born. When my when my dad when he died when my dad was very young, I think he was like seven or six or seven when my dad was young, and like 
I not never got a chance to experience him in the ring. I've only seen like one or two pictures, and I've tried. We tried, looked everywhere on every website for footage, and the only thing we really think we saw was uh, it was an old tape that used that came out that had it was um I have it in my room. I forgot the name of it. I'm gonna have to send you the name of the at the end of the show. I'll send you the name of the tape. Okay. I think everybody had that tape, but yeah. And my cousin Pete Sanchez is another one that was a wrestler. Uh, and Frank Martinez, the Blue Demon. So you got wrestling in your blood. Yes, that's pretty cool. I just stick to this part of it because I I swim with Special Olympics and my shoulder is like a it's a hot mess express. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a lot of hot mess stories with the butterfly with the with that shoulder. There you go. Yeah. So, what what was it like to team with Jack on uh, September 11th? So on September, it was a very special day. Um, not sure if, if you guys saw it, if you knew it, but my dad, he's still alive. Nothing's wrong with him. He was in. Uh, he worked for the FDNY. He went down during 9/11 to help out to you know do a couple of things down there. And I guess in honor of him, I wore his FDNY shirt. It's not, you know, like the official shirt he wore, but it's one of the shirts that he has. And it was just really cool to do that. And I sent him the pictures and he was loving it. He's like, that's really cool. So that was, first of all, for my dad. And teaming with Jack was was really, really cool. I know he's had a little bit of a feud with Collins. Um, Collins has been running his mouth with myself, my dad, my wife, everything that he can to get under my skin. And it's worked. So it's kind of nice just to have someone to – team up with to go against Collins and the Steves. And I also think too, at the end of the show, when Jack and I won, it was really cool being able to have the American flag in there and getting a nice USA chant. Exactly. It was just like a really feel good moment. It was really cool to see that. That was a great, that was a great show too. I mean, Mm -hmm. VPW always puts on great shows. You guys. Yeah. We've been on a hot streak. What's up? So we've been on a hot streak and it's only getting better. What's up? I said, if you can imagine that, only getting better. I could imagine right now because you guys, you guys are on a hot streak, and you guys are only gonna get better. You know, oh, yeah. Yeah. because you got T.J. Crawford coming next month. Yep, he T.J. was there two months ago. It's yeah, him versus Aaron Rock. Both guys are very, very impressive. They really do some some phenomenal things in the ring. So it was definitely really cool to see them go at it. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. I don't know if they've ever wrestled each other before, but either way, it's just it's going to be an incredible match. Yeah, yeah. both guys are both guys are great, you know. So mm-hmm. it should be an incredible match. So. Definitely, okay. I'm excited to see that one. Here we go. Interesting I, question: Has anybody ever created you in any of the like the SmackDown games? So yes, yeah, so we we have like this super fan that is he is on Johnny Collins' team on his side, but for for fun, oh, he created. Oh. Myself and Collins on uh, one of like the newer SmackDown games. And on Friday night, he simulated the match. Now, I-, I was told after it was really bizarre during our match, he left interference on. Samoa Joe comes out during the match. <laughs> and we're like, what the hell is Samoa Joe doing here? He is- it's none of his business to be here. So <laughs> he's out there somehow. He distracts me. And, of course, Collins wins. So um, Ryan Dots, he's like, oh, listen, we're going to restart it. No interference, none of this, none of that. Collins wins again. And I'm like, wow, twi- twice in one night. It doesn't matter, though, because I beat him in real life. Or, you know, he had to cheat to try to win. It didn't work out. So I got him there. 
Yeah. I have two K nineteen. I refuse to buy two K twenty because all the bugs in that game. Oh, even my parents were shocked. They were like, "You don't want a WWE game? Are you okay?" And I'm mm. like, "Have you heard the reviews? Or we don't look at the reviews. You do." I'm like, "The game has so many bugs. You have to go bring it to get its last rights to put it down. <laughs> it's all bad." That's no. funny. But I, I want to say I think that might be the only one. I think when um, a couple of years ago when I first started, someone else made me in a game. Um, it, it wasn't stream my yard, but it was some like stream something was the name of it. It was like a, like an eight bit kind of game, ah. so, like very just like classic controls kind of style. Um, yeah, I, I, we're talking about. Sorry, no, it's all right. Go um, on. Oh, you're talking about Ryan who made created the game yeah uh, that was ryan that one of the giant collins super fans right? yeah so he dressed like collins at the october show i, I saw that <laughs> and, and and i gotta say he looks like him too it, it's actually like, oddly close to each other so it's kind of crazy to see that so you know I, I think he only made me just so collins could beat me for the title so you know i, I know he's not a coach moment fan and that's okay he's he's very faithful to johnny collins mm-hmm yeah, he follows us on the dudes at ringside page. I was like, no, no, <laughs> no. I kept coming. No, no. Yeah, Ryan follows us too. So, yeah, yeah. He's, listen, he's into it. He loves it. So, can't can't hate on that. Uh-uh. I see uh-huh. Beetlejuice in the background. <laughs> yes. Beetlejuice. This way. Oh, it's a cool. Oh, that's a candy. Oh, where did you that find? That? I'm jealous. That's a little candy jar. What Beetlejuice? Oh my gosh! I'm don't say I'm jealous. Where did you find that? I can't let out all my secrets now. Oh. Come on, Panther. <laughs> Sorry, man. Yeah. That's so cool. My That's... sister is, loves Beetlejuice, so if I tell her I should find a Beetlejuice, she's gonna go what? <laughs> or she'll like I, I I I can't take any more stuff in my house. <laughs> yeah, I mean you know like I said, it, it's Halloween season. Got to start decorating a little bit. Get out the Beetlejuice, all the scary stuff. Yeah, Halloween Horror Night actually did this year did a house. In uh, Universal. Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah, yeah I went to the one, uh, I think 2018, when they had Ghostbusters. Oh, mm-hmm. my God, that house. I felt like I was in the firehouse. I haven't smelled marshmallows. Uh-uh. I swear I smelled marshmallows. <laughs> they pop marshmallows. Oh, man. I'm excited for this November. That new movie had me in tears, that promo. Oh. I felt the vibes. I felt the history. I felt... They showed the picture of the guy standing in front of the firehouse with like they all just standing there like and it was a great picture and I'll just like oh they had to show the picture. Mm-hmm. Oh man, they had to show Harold Ramis. Oh no. Oh no, no. <laughs> Panther, you're gonna be like Johnny Collins, man. You need some tissues now. Ugh, I felt like <laughs> I mean I can't send him to the computer, but I'll try. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, geek, anything else? Yeah, I was, I was just gonna, um, what was I gonna say? Crap, oh. I lost my train of thought, Joe. Thanks a lot. <laughs> what, what else? Wrestling related. Here we go. What is your, what is your go-to, um, food before, um, after you do a workout? So, definitely some chicken. Um, I'll definitely grill a lot of chicken, but I'll usually get like even a protein shake once I get back from a workout. And then, like, some chicken mixed with either a salad or rice or something else like that. Um, try to keep it relatively basic, nothing too crazy. 
but during the week, you know, it's it's a little extra busy. It's late nights. It's long days. So try to have something that's quick and ready to eat. Even making a lot of stuff on a Sunday, kind of to prepare for the whole week. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I remember now. I'm surprised VPW didn't do a Halloween theme this year. They, I think, like they kind of did. It just wasn't um, as advertised as it has been in the past. Yeah. So I, I think you know, some people dressed up. I know Phil Cardigan. He was in there, kind of like the MC, going about the costumes. Yeah. Um, but I do know, like I said, in years past, they've done more of like a bigger kind of Halloween show or Halloween right. costume show, where a lot of the guys would dress up even. Yeah. Like so they couldn't have they couldn't have like uh, a Halloween Street Fight or something like that. Yeah, uh, something, something like something they could have just t- added the taglines like uh, "Trick or Treat, Street Fight" or something like that, yeah. or, or something that could work. So, b- because you brought up the Halloween kind of theme stuff, fun fact for both you guys: the second time that I met Johnny Collins in a VPW ring, it was actually a tag match, and my partner and I were dressed up from uh, Star Wars or Star Trek. It's been, I don't remember which one. It was some one of those. I forget now. Star Wars. And um, my wife just yelled from the other room. She's my my statistician, and she checks on <laughs> the facts. Thank you. So uh, so we dressed up like that. And Collins and Bryce Donovan were actually tag partners, and they dressed like each other. So, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was funny to see because they actually both wore the same gear that the other person wore. So Collins somehow fit into Bryce's huge jacket, and – Bryce had on a very tight jacket that Collins was wearing. Oh, geez. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so that was the second time I was against Collins. First time was actually in August of that year. So just a few months before, we were both in the Gold Rush Rumble. And he was number one, and I was number two. Mm. So it was looking back, like it was kind of cool to see that. And we were on two totally different sides of the VPW locker room, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So, he was new. I, I was next year. I gotta remember next year. Put that on my calendar. Whenever they mark when they do the Gold Rush Rumble, go to go that next year because Geek told me that was so awesome to see there a small indie promotion doing a Royal Rumble. Yeah, that was and awesome. <laughs> so, so that's at least since I've been there, it's been every August. And VPW, they've done a lot of different things, a lot of crazy things. The first year when I was part of it. It was your regular Royal Rumble, you know, every, I forget how long, every 90 seconds, every two minutes, someone new comes out. And then the last four guys in the ring had a fatal four-way that night. So the Royal Rumble that first year was the first match of the show. Then the last four guys that were there wrestled each other at the end of the night. Wow. So I didn't know that's how they did it and was surprised because they're like, oh, yeah, the Rumble match is first. And I was like, Is this, isn't this like the whole show? No, we do a fatal four-way at the end. And, okay, that's fine. And then the next year, they did it more like, you know, regular Royal Rumble terms. And then the year after, there was nothing with COVID. And then Colin just won this past one. Yeah. I thought those that last 10 minutes of that Rumble was awesome. You had you had the top guys yeah. in there. You had VSK. You yep. had John A. Collins. You had – who else? You had Cade yeah. in there. Jack was uh, in there, Tomlinson, right? Yeah. Oh, no, he wasn't there. It was um, uh, the the big boof, I think. But yeah, he was at least in there late. I know Tibbs was one of those last guys in there. Yeah. Um, he's so before you guys came to VPW, I had a really big feud with with Tibbs that pretty much lasted like a whole year. Uh-huh. Um, it was him, 
uh, Kyler Khan, who hasn't been around. He was there one of the months with his book signing. I don't remember which month that was. He wrote a book about becoming a professional wrestler, and he came back down for one of the shows. So I wasn't sure if you were there for that. So it was Tibbs, Khan, um, Kevin Fulton, who's like the commissioner. He was part of that whole group called uh, the, the Influence. And then uh, Jay Delta. He hasn't been around since we came back from COVID, but he was one of those guys on there too, and even Eric James was too. So it was kind of this group of like four or five guys that were kind of just constantly holding me back, holding me down, getting me hurt on certain matches and certain shows and just doing a lot of really shady stuff. So that that whole, um, you know, almost full year culminated with Tibbs and I in a steel cage. Yeah. One person I'm surprised you didn't get in a rivalry with is the guy that hit you with the brass knuckle at the show we went to. Oh, mm-hmm. Kate, Kate. Uh-huh. But Kate, I'm surprised they didn't put you in a rivalry with him. I was, I was like, they just, what? they just, it just. I mean, maybe they'll revisit it. Who knows? You know, they might. I, I think they see right now with Collins and I after him winning the Rumble, and you know, I hate to say it, but how hot he is right now, you know, it, it kind of only makes sense with him and I together in the main event for the, the championship. Mm-hmm. You know, he he walks out, his music hits. Once again, I hate to say it, but people go crazy. Every little thing he does, people go crazy. They are loud. They're on their feet. They're cheering. He's he's the bad guy, and they go absolutely crazy for him. So I think, you know, the fans are getting him to that main event. They're pushing him up there when, you know, obviously with COVID a year ago, it wasn't the same. You know, things are still kind of trying to feel their, their way out. So he's he's definitely he, – he's earned it. Mm-hmm. You know, once again, I hate talking good about him, but I will speak the truth. You know, I, I can't knock him down for things that he's doing that he's getting the attention for. And I can't put it, uh, I can't put anything bad because you guys both put on an amazing match last Saturday. And I'm like, mm-hmm. holy crap, this match is really good. Yeah. You know? I mean, that was one of the most intense matches I've had in a very long time. Um, without those, uh, his gold necklace or his gold chain, we might have been there another 15, 20 minutes. You know, like I, I just feel both of us are just, so stubborn, we're not going to let up at all. And it, you know, November it, it might be your your Iron Man one hour match because I it's hope. like I don't, I'm not giving it to him, and I think he's just such a little snot where he's not going to give up easily too. You know, I I will say I think he's he complains a lot, he's annoying, but when it comes down to it, he's he's going to do everything possible that he can to get that belt from me. He's already has done it, and now. Knowing how close he is, he's just going to bring his intensity up like two more levels. So he's, he's, yeah, he's going to bring it on November, which I know. So, so uh, I also like uh, that the fact that I was watching some of the, the clips of on YouTube. You guys actually do a tournament on VPW. It's called yeah. King, King, King of New York, right? Yes. So once again, what we've usually done in January was that King of New York, and it's you know like your King of the Ring. They have done. Um, one-on-one matches for that first round. When I was there um, uh, one January, we did triple threats the first round. And then, you know, you go to the quarterfinals. No, sorry, you go to the semifinals, then the finals. So you could potentially wrestle three times that night. You know, so it's definitely a lot going on. But it is pretty cool. You have the king's crown. You get a scepter. You get the robe. You get all that. Yeah. So, and, it, and uh, 
I kind of like the the, uh, the concept of that because you don't see that too much anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, especially in New York. I mean, and yeah. especially WWE, they, they haven't really done it. I mean, mm-hmm. they're doing the Queens thing, but is it really the same? I, I just feel when you have a tournament like that, it's just a really cool time to you get to showcase some other people, but also, you know, you're just highlighting different people. You're, you're seeing some different kind of matchups that you normally wouldn't because it's it's not really based on feuds. It's, you know, randomly picked, hey, these two guys will go against each other in the first round. Hey, let's see what happens. You know, kind of like for Colin's situation, you give him a chance to shine, he takes it, runs with it, and has people going crazy for him. Mm-hmm. You just give other people an opportunity. They make big things happen. Exactly. Yeah, totally. Like, I was talking to Geek one time, and like, didn't you mention in the past geek they should do MYWC do it. the king of New York should be all the New York all, all in New York it should be they should like work a with big tournament so it's like VPW guys MYWC guys cap and any other group that's in Long Island the king of Long Island tournament king of Long Island tournament yeah I love the idea I just don't know who would kind of uh host it where it would go and I I feel like I, I think it would be an awesome idea. Yeah, I just don't know how exactly it would work out with with certain things like that. Yeah, I think it would be like a wrestle. It, I, I would picture it would them do like a WrestleMania weekend thing, have it on a Saturday, start it at like twelve o'clock, and have matches all the way to like seven o'clock, and the seven o'clock, eight o'clock will be <laughs> the last final round. Mm-hmm. And then I'll be that'll be the final. Like I think it's a great idea. It would just have to be trying to figure out where to have it, who's hosting it, and you know who's able to even to be there and wrestle. I, I feel sometimes it's strange. Some people don't like to kind of do that cross promotion part. I don't really see an issue. I think as as an independent wrestler, you want to wrestle as many places as you can. You meet more people, you meet more promoters, you meet people on different companies, and it all goes from there. Exactly. You know, that's I feel the biggest part of it. Yeah, one hundred percent. I love the idea, but I feel like they also you also have the egos too. Oh, completely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll say there's guys. Hey, I've been wrestling for 20 years. I should win the whole thing. This guy's been wrestling for two, but once again, he walks out. He gets the biggest pop there. People are going crazy. The other guy walks out. No one even (laughs) says no one boos. No one cheers. It's like okay, these people don't care about you. You shouldn't even be here. Almost, you know. The guy that everyone's going crazy for, that's who we want. So if he doesn't win, hey, we're all going to walk out now. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know. That that and promoters, too. Their, their egos with promoters, too, because they're like, oh, my guy should win or so-and-so, mm-hmm. so-and-so. But, you know, yeah, that's that's why I feel that if it's a great idea, but I don't think it's going to work if they yeah. ever did that. Yeah. Like, it's tricky, but I, I love the idea. That would be really, really cool. Um, you know, I think some companies kind of do their own little, like, smaller tournaments. But as as you guys said, at VPW, we do that King of New York, usually in January. We'll see what happens this year. And it's just it's a really cool show to start off the new year. Definitely. Yeah. So, 100%. Mm-hmm. I know VPW, almost for most of their months, they have something special each month. So we said January, they have a, um, uh, like, a fans choose so the fans will choose a stipulation of certain matches or they'll choose the opponent for certain people, just different things like that. Um, the August one we already spoke about, the, the Gold Rush Rumble, that's always just a really, really cool event. You know, 20, 25 guys getting in there. 
what's what makes it even better is you really don't know who will be showing up just like when we see on tv you do have your core roster let's say the you know 15 guys at vpw but then there's always five six other guys coming in from nowhere you know guys you might have seen on tv they come back for you know they're home for the weekend or they're around hey they want to get in the rumble they want to see what they can do there, there were these guys that were in like really early in the rumble like i didn't know who they i don't think they were part of vpw i don't know who they were um, I, I saw those guys. They were like some some cult team. Yeah. Once I wasn't there in the August show, but I I saw the footage of it. I think there was two or three of those guys in there. Um, one of the guys I think um, the 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 doctor, like the Cool Hands doctor, something like that. Yeah. I think he wrestled the first match in the last show, like a, yeah, like yeah. A match. Yeah. So he's I'm I'm thinking he'll be coming around more too. Um. But yeah, like I said, it, the Rumble is a good time just to kind of showcase some new people too. Where you know, hey, we want to get thirty guys in there. Okay, let's bring in these guys. Let's bring in those guys. So, just I just think it makes it all fun for the fans, and that's that's the big part. Yeah, you said totally. you said you said you wrestled in New England, correct? Or uh... yes, um, so up in Massachusetts uh, at Beyond, they were based in Boston when I was up there, and or right outside Boston in a. Uh, uh, not I think Worcester, something like that. I forget the exact name, but something like that. And I was going there during the week for shows just because it was so amazing. And it's like a four or five hour ride for me where I'd be wow. getting home at three o'clock in the morning, having a two hour nap, waking up and then going to work for a full day. And, you know, you're definitely sore and you're beat up, but you're kind of thinking also like, that was pretty awesome. You know, to compete in front of that crowd, the the promoter is awesome. I really can't say enough good things about him. He's incredible. Um, and then a lot of those guys there, it's, you know, guys that you're seeing on TV, major guys and other promotions. It's just such a cool roster of so much talent. And yeah. it's really just so incredible being there. It's the fans. It's the people. It's everything. I just think that whole promotion is so amazing. Once again, really just really can't say enough good things about them all. Yeah, we, we've had a lot of people from the New England area on our show. Like we've had Becky, people. we've had Little Mean Kathleen, we've had um, Davian. Uh, Davian, we've had oh my God, we have had so many of them right now. A <laughs> hundred people are talking right now. We're leaving people out. <laughs> it's so many wrestlers we've had. We've had the last great manager. Um, we've had so many people. It's so funny, like, but. We've had a lot of wrestlers from like the Boston area. We want to. We're trying to get more New York, Long yeah. Island wrestlers like yeah. that are from Long Island. We want to get the male and the female wrestlers from Long Island to like start coming on our show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we try to reach out, but some of them, as they say, our message goes into the request box and it gets stuck there in the dark with all the creepy messages. We're like, get me out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a spam. I'm not a spam. <laughs> These things keep asking me if I want to be famous. Mm-hmm. I, I think, you know, some people just don't like being on podcasts or don't like going out there even more. They, you know, they just want to stay on their own wrestling shows and that's really it. So, you know, some people are just open for it. Some aren't. Some, you know, it just depends on the day or, or the month, the week, on whatever else is going on. Yeah. So, uh, Coach, do you have any upcoming matches? I mean, we I think we've said uh, the Giant Collins match is coming up. Do you have anything else? Or, uh... Yes. So it, it's funny. There were definitely times where I had like a few bookings in a weekend. Where So going up to Massachusetts was on a Wednesday night. Then I wrestled that Thursday and then the Saturday and then the Sunday. So 
you know, certain weeks are extremely busy. But for right now, I'm just at VPW. So we have that show November 13th. There are definitely other companies I would love to wrestle with and wrestle for again. But just right now, it's, you know, it's not really getting there yet. I'm really trying to to pick and choose. Um, It, it, to be honest, it took me a lot to get back into the ring after COVID. Um, I just feel, you know, a a lot of wrestlers where we're all, you're right on top of someone. You're, you're breathing heavy. You're sweating. Sometimes you get cut open. There's blood out there. It wasn't something I was really eager to jump back into. And so, you know, definitely hesitant with that. So as of now, feeling better about it. Um, you know, I'm not really looking to go to so many other companies, just to kind of stick it with VPW. If things are getting better, it's looking better. I feel more comfortable personally. I'll kind of start branching out again. But for right now, like I said, just we'll be at VPW. Gotcha. Gotcha. We want to thank you so much for coming, taking the time out and coming on our podcast, by the way. And we hope you come back on the podcast. Yeah. All right. Hey, maybe we'll have a, a post-match uh, update. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. Champ is still here. We got something else in December. Johnny Collins can't touch this. He can't hold this. So what's up, Johnny Collins? So before you go, if there's any place the fans could buy buy your merchandise, let's let you want to hear it. So a a big one is just at the uh, VPW. Um, I do have my stuff on ProWrestlingTees.com. I do have, I think, two or three different Coach Mamone shirts on there. I have red and black ones, which I'm all sold out in person. The black one was my favorite. It was kind of like the evolution. So it started with like like a, a gorilla and then the man kind of half standing, totally standing. And then the Coach Mamone kind of style with yellow shirt, red shorts. Hmm. So I don't think you guys saw that because they were already sold out. Yeah. But I think that's up on the website. And also my red shirt, we got the big whistle that just says, I'm on Team Mamone. Or I'm sorry, it's, it's Coach Mamone on the front. I'm on Team Amon on the back. Yeah. Those are some of my favorites. Yeah. Like I said, there was not too many whistles the last show. So I, I still sell the whistles, too. There are all the shows there. Um, you know, they're always going fast. A lot of people like getting them. It's quick. It's easy. It's a cool lanyard. It's a red lanyard. It says Coach Mamon on it. So it's, it's it's something handy to have, too. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, we thank you so much again. So taking the time out again. You got it, guys. It was fun yeah. being on here. Thank you for having me. Later. <laughs> Bye, guys. Yeah. That, was that, was a, that was a fun interview, Joe. What did you think? Send up to the day. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, he was a great guy, dude. You know, oh, he's super cool, man. He's super awesome guy. I'm so happy we had him on the end of the day. Yeah. I just we we had a stacked day, but I didn't think. Having a wrestler at eight o'clock would be like appropriate because you know it's kind of tiresome. But he was awesome, dude. That was a yeah. good show. I really yeah. enjoyed. I, I thought, and we had a lot of fun. So anyway, you guys could always donate to us at http://streamlabs.com/dudes-at-ringside. If you want to donate to making strides breast cancer awareness, if you want to donate, please go to my Instagram. And click the link in my bio. But if Geek, do you have the link with you now? Uh, do, do I have the link? I think I had it. So I did um, have it. But, well, if you uh, don't now, please go to my Instagram. The link is in the bio. Please donate. It totally helps making strides. Donate something today. See you guys Sunday. Peace, Phoenix.